0: Broadway's My Beat, from Times Square to Columbus Circle, the gaudiest, the most violent, the lonesomest mile in the world. Broadway's My Beat, with Larry Thor as Detective Danny Clover. There's a time on Broadway when the splinters of night melt into dawn. It's a small time, a time that's slept through. The hour or so before the dissonance of the alarm clock shatters the city into waking. And the pavements glisten now, gleam and turn gray, gleam again where it's touched by the steps of a leftover drifter. And echoes rocket against the channel street, make small holes in the city silence, ebb and die when the left owner turns a corner. And a small time, a time unnoticed, tail end of a dream time. Turn the corner and follow. Third Avenue at five o'clock in the morning. There, where squad car is angled against the curb, the width of the pavement away, outside a store lighted by a squad car spotlight. Pet shop where I was, and Detective Muggerman. There he is, Danny. See him over near the back counter. Just like the man said he'll phoned it in. Yeah, by the door. Oh, wait a minute. Huh? This card pasted back the door window. In case of emergency, notify owner, John Perry, 1212 4th Street. It's right around the corner. Okay, Muggerman, Let's go inside. Can you hear me, mister? Can you... Here, take a look at this wallet, Mugman. Mister, can you... A lot of dough in the wallet. No robbery. Identification, John Perry. All right. I can't... Get an ambulance, Mugman. Take over. Tableau of violence. Seen with color a wounded man was dying has spilt with night onto the cement flooring of a pet shop, concrete veined with the scarlet of a man. And about him, wild flight and tropic jades and yellows caged, the clipped wings, the silent birds. And in rectangles of glass, dart and gleam in silences of small fish held in greenish tint of water. And become aware of something else, the sound and stirring of a city released at night, scents sprawling onto the beach of another day, so leave there, because Muggerman will take over. A short walk now to an address in case of emergency. Turn a corner. A few more steps and a brownstone. And a man in a heavy coat sweater, removing the emptied trash cans into a basement doorway.
1: You looking for something, Mr. You can ask me. You the super? Landlord, Harry Crane. You? Police. You mind moving a little? I can get this can past you into the basement. One of my people do something to you? John Perry, he is... Uh... Perry? Man didn't come home last night. That's what he was doing away from his room, huh? Something wrong. He got stabbed.
0: He's dying. You don't say. With a knife, huh? We found him a little while ago on the floor of his pet shop. He'd been there all night. No one to help him. No one to... No one to help him,
1: huh? You don't say. How were the birds and the fish... Leaping for joy? You don't like him. Is that it, Mr. Crane? Streak with me. That was John Perry. Mean streaks. Bone deep. Dying, huh?
0: And all night too. Huh? You try to kill him?
1: I asked you something. I'll tell you of... what I did to him, once, Westo. You want to hear? Uh-huh. uh A couple of years ago, Perry brought home a little yellow bird from his shop. Something wrong with his wings. And... One day, accidentally on purpose, when Perry was at his shop, I left the cage open by mistake. <laughs> you know something? No. There wasn't anything wrong with the wing on that bird. He flew as good as any little yellow bird I ever saw. Right out the window on the wind. Perry <laughs> screamed I was a robber and a thief. I had to knock off his rent. The price of that little yellow bird. Mean to them. You ask anybody.
0: Besides you, who else?
1: Any of my people in the house. Man who works from people up and down the street. You just go and ask anybody. What about the man who works for him? Nick, uh, Kendall lives next block down. Furnished room, 1612. Try to get a room for me. I was filled up, so I sent him down the street. Uh, you you want to get out of my road
2: here now?
0: in here like Try waking up,
2: Vic. Oh, it's in the morning. I oh, I still just to try to make some dream. <laughs> oh. <sighs> Turn on the hot plate, huh? Eh? Oh. Enough water and
0: kettle. Oh. Yeah. Is hot plate up all the way? What's the matter? Can't you see? Well, who's up yet? Make a real effort, Vic. There's some trouble. Alright, uh, I sit down? Till the water boils. Go ahead.
2: What trouble. Where do you work, Vic? A guy named John Perry, a pet shop over on 3rd.
0: What's
2: the matter? Where were you last night? 3rd Avenue, 4th, around... Uh... Doing what? I was trying to meet somebody. Trying to? Who? Oh, come on. I don't know who. Anyhow... Anyhow what? I didn't meet anybody. And if I had a car... Oh, One of these days, I... Now, so I, I stopped at a U.S. magazine place. I bought a magazine... Yeah, here, see this one right here by my pillow. Fell asleep reading, huh? Yeah. <laughs> the only reading in this magazine is advertisements who reads them. I just send away for anything.
0: How do you get along with Mr. Perry, Vic? all oh, right, I guess I uh, you
2: know what to do in a pet shop, waiting on customers, uh, feeding the fish, things like that. I know about he... experience, huh? <laughs> yeah. Mr. Perry hired me away from the village pet shop. More do I? I've been with animals for quite a while.
0: Then I know you, you... Uh, got along okay
2: with Mr. Perry. I never liked him, if that's what you mean. The guy who ran a pet shop so he could... Well, you know, he liked things behind cages. He was stabbed last night. He... No, not me. I look, guys like me are in demand. I don't like Mr. Perry. I just walk out and get another job. I don't stab him. How long did you work for him? A week. A week or so. I broke in by a girl for a day and she left. and What I... girl? I uh, walked her home after the day she broke me. Her name's Norma. She lives over a a store right down the street from the fetch. wasn't nothing there.
0: Hey, coffee time. You want some? No, thanks. Don't go far away, Vic. I might want to talk to you some more. Down a flight of stairs and outside again. And into a city side street. The spill and wash of a February day. Edging into it now, the crowd fragments. The fury, pale man who slams the door of a house, walks quick, almost runs from it, and a little way up the street pauses a moment, considers a thought, then goes on, and slower his walk now. And on the corner, a woman who kisses a child, pats him on his way, then reshapes the lipstick where a child's mouth had smeared, and then slowly drifts into the pattern of day. And somewhere above, a window opened, and a philosopher and an observer of life assumes her post. Leans to the sill, adjusts a shawl, and day is officially begun. Past Pet Shop now, where earlier a man was found wounded and dying. Pass it, and a little way down, a drugstore. And next to it, a door opening onto a flight of stairs. And the landing, the place of Norma Ford.
3: here just in time. Just about made up my mind to go
0: out. Girl in printed silk wrapper, brown hair soft against the almost transparent pallor of her thin face. A girl who could have been 17, who was frail in a child's way, and bare-legged in worn and wrinkled silk held close. You
3: want
0: what? I'm from the police. Let's talk about inside,
3: Miss Ford. Sure, inside. Well... Just made up my mind. I am going out. I'll let you watch me apply the face and you can tell me you want what.
0: About a week ago, you were working for a man.
3: Well, I made up my mind to go out this morning. Put on a pretty, pretty face. Because a week ago I was working and now I'm not. They say a girl had. John to... Perry? He sent you something? Because so they did
0: what? Last night he was knifed. He's dying.
3: I think that's Carol. Mm-hmm. I think that's
0: Carol. If he dies, the charge will be murder
3: gives me a little
0: maturity, don't you think? I'm not sure Did you hear me? I said if he died... Don't
3: lift a... a finger for him. Don't let anybody else lift a finger. Do nothing. Let him die.
0: Because he fired you?
3: Because the way he petted things. Because the way he stood and looked at them in the cages. For hours and hours and hours. till once I screamed right out and pulled him off. Good, real good. Glad he fired me. I felt so good I came here and slept night and day, night and day for a week now.
0: You kill him, Miss Ford. And
3: this terrible thing happens, Mr. Perry.
0: Sometime last night?
3: Sometime last night I was over there on that bed. And the disc jockeys sending out music to me. From them to me. Then I got a notion, went to the phone and called the disc jockey. And asked he should play a number, any number at all. Just say on the air. It was a personal request from Norma Ford. And say hi, Pop. Pop, that's my father. Oh? Yeah. Pop's in Downmore State Prison. He's got six more years of it. I no wonder, did he hear my name? Miss Ford. Not through the lipstick. Nice face, huh? What you all looking, huh? Look, I gotta get dressed now. If you think i
0: Yeah. I'm... Don't try for a job out of town, huh,
3: Miss Ford? You kidding. Now I'm in
0: with the disc jockeys. <laughs> I've got a whole new life ahead of me. <laughs> Danny, hurry up. I don't know how much I time... I came over is. here as fast as I could, Dr. Sinsky, How is he? Well, Mr. Perry's been trying to talk, huh? We had him in an oxygen tent. to seem to get stronger and... Uh, well, you'll see, her. Yeah. Mr. Perry, what happened? Cage. Yes, sir. Yes.
4: Now me. Cage. And I'll never get out. Who stabbed you? I was wrong. Who?
0: Wrong and sorry. That's how he died, Danny. You are listening to Broadway's My Beat. Written by Morton Fine and David Friedkin. And starring Larry Thor as Detective Danny Clover. Against the chill hold of February night, Broadway's heart beats fast. The quick winds of winter twilight have scurried the streets, scattered the night promises, and ride now the winter seas. And on the avenue, the burst of glitter... And throats of women spangled with the fleeting jewels of nightlight. Their perfumed walk is promise. The hawker's shadow is promise. And the muted trumpet and the frenzied drum on the trailing edge of twilight winds. And a doorway with the neon lock. So dig deep for the buck, kid. By the February night It's the buy of the year. And at headquarters also early hours of night... In the halls, the sound of the day shift men going home. The silence is left in their wake. Separate silences will gather together as night swells. Time to clear desk. Time to... Danny? Come on in, Gino.
1: You are my last stop, Danny. Huh? My last stop before repairing to the Tartaglia abode, where doting progeny awaits me. A hot eggnog on the mantelpiece. My mucklugs by my chair and Mrs. T... Pursued from my brow the cares of the day with long, gentle fingers. <laughs> and that Mrs. T. I look forward to her. Sounds cozy. Say rather, a way of life. All
2: right.
1: Which could also be your lot. If you but... <clears throat> my eldest Danny, Christina of the art classes. This spring, she will be budding into a blossom of... you eight... have
0: something for me before you go home, Gino?
1: I'll tell Tini you were asking about her. Goes without saying I got something for you since I saved you for the last. See, no. From Detective Mugovan, a rundown on the background and habits of the late murder victim, John Perry. A man alone and disliked in the world as far as can be made out from routine checks. And a man whose world came tumbling down around his ears a week ago. What are you talking about? From routine perusal of records has come to our attention this item. Hmm? A week ago, the pet shop of Mr. John Perry was the victim of malicious vandalism. Hmm? His store broken into. Fish tanks spilled onto the floor, setting goldfish on the foot. Bird cages opened and birds released to fly, wheresoever their bird brains led them. Said vandalism perpetrated by a youth named Mickey King, who gave himself up, confessed. Gone. Mickey King, juvenile. Only son of Mrs. Martin King of 1843 West 18. Mickey now serving time in Juvenile Hall until room is found for him on a disciplinary
0: farm. What time is it, Gino? Quarter after nine, Danny. Too late for Juvenile Hall. Uh, On your way out, order a squad car, Gino. That's your life. And you could
1: so easily... Uh. Good night, Danny.
5: Yeah? Mrs. King? Yeah, what is it?
0: I'm from the police. My name's Danny Oh, it don't
5: matter. What do you want now? It's
0: about your son.
5: What do you want now? May I come in? Come
0: in. Thanks.
5: Look, it's late, and I'm getting ready for bed. Now, tell me, what do you want? Well, I
0: just want to talk to you about your son, that's
5: all. He's been talked about enough. He's been measured and weighed and tapped and put away. And at the present moment, the lights have been turned out where he's sleeping in a room with 20 others and outside a guard.
0: Where he is. He is and...
5: where he belongs?
0: I didn't say that. He broke up a man's oh, shop. He...
5: Why did he do it? I asked myself that. I wonder about it. The days now, so many silences in them. Time to sit and let questions start. and Catch yourself shaking your head like an old woman. Because there are the questions, and you miss the answers. Why did Mickey do what he did? That's what I came to
0: ask you about.
5: And today, this other thing. That man's dying. Mr. Perry, and Mickey in jail, and, and, I thought, maybe, maybe, maybe what? Well, maybe Mickey didn't do it. Maybe whoever disliked that man enough to wreck his shop wasn't satisfied, so he come back and stabbed Mr. Perry. Your son
0: confessed to it, gave himself up. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
5: yeah. Look, my son, Mickey, yeah. well, well, he, he wasn't a bad boy. Not mannered, not gentle he come home with little things that I knew he stole. Once even a car. And he would fight. And once I found a knife, but... Oh, but he loved somebody. So he was a poison. And he could be hurt and... and he'd be made happy. And, well, he was my son.
0: Loved somebody? You mean you?
5: I suppose he loved me, yeah, but... A girl, a young girl. They were going to be married. Too young, but it be a happiness for a while. I didn't mind. What girl? The girl who worked at that shop, Norma, Norma Ford. Mister, will you see Mickey? Tomorrow morning. Yeah. Tell him. Tell him. Oh, I don't know. Just tell him you saw me and that I'm all right.
0: And she touched my arm. And the other words she searched for somehow, not there. She turned from me, and I left. Home now, sleep now, long interval of nothing that separates two days. So work again. Call headquarters and say you'll be at juvenile hall, and go there. And Mickey King is summoned from one detail or another. He's brought to you, where you wait, in a clean white room furnished with athletic trophies and steel grating over the windows. What do you want? Your mother wanted me to tell you she's all right. What's this? I'm Danny Clover, Mickey, I... I want to talk to you. For what? Have you heard about what's happened to Mr. Perry? Got snicked by a parakeet? What? He was killed.
4: He was murdered, Mickey. I'm not even 18. I'm too young for you to talk to me like that. I'm too young. Who killed him? Let me tell you about these jails, Mr. Cooper. After our evening meal, after dessert, which consists usually of some fattening morsels such as grape tapioca with walnut and whipped cream, gobs of... They give us an
0: overnight pass, say. I know you didn't do it, Mickey. I want your help. To Rely find... on me. About a week ago, you tore the place apart. Now the man is dead. Just a coincidence? That's a terrible thing to say about a guy being knocked off like that. Just a coincidence. Respect?
4: Respect?
0: Tell me about Norma. What about her?
4: You see her? How is she? She's all right. When did you see her?
0: She by herself? <laughs> she look okay? she by herself, mister? She's going to marry you, isn't she, Mickey? she by herself? Your mother told me you and Norma plan to be married. I'm too young. Huh? Going to shake your finger and say, wait till
4: you're through college? What is it with you, mister? Why Mickey? did you tear that shop apart, Mickey? Young, mixed-up kid, what do I know? Because of Norma? Because of the way Perry... The way he was. He liked Norma? Norma liked him, huh? i try to kick your teeth and they still can only keep me till I'm 18. I'm sorry.
0: What? I said I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to say that, Mickey. You're apologizing
4: to me? mm mm-hmm. The way he treated Norma. And firing her. That's why I tore the shop apart. Go home. How'd you give yourself up? you listen, I'm going to him, tell you. I'm a kid, 17 years old. I'm supposed to be getting married, okay? Go on. Then I do a kid thing. Bust up a guy's shop. After that, I figure I'm going to get married. I'm going to be a man, so i got to act like one. Do something. Go to Perry and tell him it was me who broke up his shop. Man to man. I work. I'm going to pay for the damage. Man to man. Real grown-up. What did he do? Yells for the cops. Oh, well, now you can go home. Hi
0: Hello Norman This is Detective Muggerman Hello Hi
3: Well I said hi Mind if
0: we come in? I, I talked to Mickey a little while ago.
3: Huh? Mind if we come in? You found a way. Come on. Uh-uh. Leave the door open.
0: Uh, when were you planning to get married, Norma? Well,
3: of course, it's secret. I haven't figured it yet. But soon. But
0: soon. How's your father?
3: Got a card from him today. Dear daughter, how's my little girl? Thanks to cigarettes. And say that mystery book you sent last time was a honey. Take care of yourself, darling. Your old dad. Miss Sweetie. You'll be 62 when he comes out.
0: Now the boy you're going to marry is in jail. He's
3: being retained to get rehabilitated.
0: Looked up your father's record before we came here, Norman. Why?
3: Where'd you do that? To you? We had to
0: find out something. What? Your dad's record, it goes way back. He was in jail at 16. A year earlier than Mickey, got out and again. Tell out. me
3: about it. I'm his daughter. I love him. I want to hear all these things you got written down in records about him. Go ahead. Be real proud and tell Have me. Have you
0: found another job, Norman? I ask you. I start tonight. Doing what? You come on up tonight. The Twelve Club. You give
3: me a ticket
0: and I'll give you a dance. Seventeen, my kid. It doesn't matter anymore, does it, Norma?
3: Name me a thing that does. Pop. Mickey me. All of a sudden, I'm going to kick my heels to kick
0: it. Mickey isn't going to be gone very long, six months, seven.
3: Yeah, I know.
0: He'll want to marry you when he gets out. I
3: think so. he told me. He's not going to be Mickey when he gets out. Somebody else. He'll stay outside for a while. Then he'll do something.
0: What are you talking about?
3: I've seen it happen. So I know what's going to happen. Mickey, you'll stay outside a while, try to get a job, and then you'll get restless. Then you'll do something big, and then you'll get caught. You'll be older, so now it's a penitentiary.
0: Like your father?
3: Yeah, just like my father.
0: Listen, Norma, you're just a kid. That's why it's tough for us to believe you murdered a man. Because of your father, Norma? Because what happened to him? How he turned up was happening to Mickey? Mr.
3: What? you waiting for me to say I'm sorry. Well? Nikki went to Mr. Perry. Told him he was sorry. Said he paid him a little bit a week. Now look.
0: That's why, I know That's that. why. How'd it happen?
3: I went there. Late. I knew the store was going to be open the other night and the new helper gone. I was going to make him sorry he fired me.
0: Yeah.
3: At first he didn't know what to do. And he was happy to see me. He did things for me. He made a pair of key out of his hands. He rubbed the puppy against my cheek. He said I looked different. And he put the puppy down. And I said, wait. And I opened my pocketbook and I took out a knife. He just stared at it, that's all. Even when I stabbed him.
0: Light leaps down on Broadway. The crowd spills into the streets to embrace it. Laughter swarms out of the shadowed places. And for a time, no despair. Just small shocks and sweet promises. And have a drink on me. For a time. Just for a time. It's Broadway. The gaudiest. The most violent. The lonesomest mile in the world. The program is produced and directed by Elliot Lewis, with musical score composed and conducted by Alexander Courage. In tonight's story, Peggy Weber was heard as Norma. Featured in the cast were Leo Cleary, Lamont Johnson, Martha Wentworth, and George Peroni. Bill Anders speaking. as my beat has come to you through the worldwide facilities of the United States Armed Forces Radio and Television Service.